This is the Voice of Business, a podcast from the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Worcester Regional Airport, in partnership with the Telegram and Gazette. From the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce, this is Voice of Business. I'm Emily Gowdy-Backus, and we're starting off the year with one of our favorite members, the Worcester Railers. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Who do we have here? We have Mike Myers and Mizey. Cam McGuire. Wonderful. All right. So let's get started on the basics. How is the season going? How are our players doing, our favorites? What's going on with the team? Well, if uh, you had asked us a couple weeks ago, it might be a different uh, answer, but uh, I think Cam will agree it's been, a, uh, it's been a nice little turnaround, especially the last week. We've uh, coming off a three and three weekend where we, we you know, swept the weekend and mm-hmm. uh, on a little bit of a streak. And I'll let you talk about that a little bit. Yeah, coming off the weekend, too, it wasn't easy by any means, especially with all the travel that the guys have done over the last week or two, whether it was up in St. John's, Newfoundland, upstate New York, Reading, Pennsylvania. It's been a lot of uh, sleepless sleepless nights over the last couple of weeks and uh, starting to wonder how these players really do it, not only to compete night mm-hmm. in and night out, but to grab three wins in three days with yeah. all that travel is pretty impressive. That's very impressive. Travel, talk to me. You were in Canada and then across New England? Yeah, so it's funny. Actually, uh, after the game on December 28th uh, at home, there was a, a bus bus ride to Logan Airport at about 3 in the morning. Uh, and then it was a full day of travel to St. John's, Newfoundland, yep. which is uh, very far east. <laughs> Halfway to Ireland. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> Uh, two games up there to close out 2019, then another full day of travel to get back to Worcester, uh, whether it was on a bus or was whether it was on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, guys got back in uh, uh, late late one night and had a morning skate the next the next morning, and then got right back on the bus for two games in Reading, uh, Friday and Saturday, and then it was another bus after Reading. Uh, to get back Sunday uh, for for the first home game of 2020, I think arrived back around 4 a.m. and then played at three mm-hmm. in the afternoon on Sunday oh and and uh, no shortage of energy a six three win so it was a it's a remarkable weekend and, and cool. uh, all the credit goes to the guys. Wonderful, you guys are no joke in terms of those miles you're tracking up yeah, there. It's, it's it's pretty intense and people on the outside don't really get a chance to uh, understand. The, what the guys go through so to cam's point it's it's pretty impressive to see the energy level on a game like yesterday and and the type of effort the guys were able to put through because you know he's on the radio and doing his notes which mm-hmm, listen mm-hmm. i'm not going to downplay the mental preparation mm. but uh certainly the physical aspect of hockey and the and oh, having yeah. to gear yourself up is, is pretty impressive and 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 uh to get three wins to boot, it was, uh, that was huge. I went to school in upstate New York where hockey is amazingly big, community-wise, school-wise. It's almost a whiplash game, though, because you got to watch back and forth where the puck is. Sometimes you don't even know where the puck is. If you look away for half a second, you're done. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely not a game you want to be on your phone in the crowd. We've seen <laughs> seen it actually. That's a, it's not even a joke because we've seen so many people, you know, where they're not paying attention, whether it's at baseball games or hockey games, where uh, you know the fan safety becomes an issue. But uh, yeah, you definitely have to keep your eye on the puck, and okay. it's certainly easier nowadays on TV with the HD. You know, TVs, mm-hmm. but uh, watching it live, it definitely slows it down a little bit. Sure. You should be able to track it as long as you're And with all focused. of those wins, who wants to be looking away? I mean, the, the action right. is doing really well over there. You recapped a little bit about what's been happening over the holiday season, a little bit back in 2019. What does January hold for the team? 
Well, January's got a number of different things, but both promotion-wise and uh, and community-wise. We're obviously, as you guys know, we're very community-minded, and uh, mm-hmm. and we get out and and we're continuing our 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 sort of season of giving as we continue into the start of the 2020. But um, hockey-wise, we get right back into it. Cam and the boys are busy at it again. We got a three and three, which is a game Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all three games here at the DCU Center. Oh, great. Um, Instagram Friday and Friday we have... Uh, Instagram Friday? Yeah. What does yeah, that mean? Instagram Friday. So there's uh, an Instagram <clears throat> station uh, located in the concourse uh, presented by the Edge at Union mm-hmm, Station, mm-hmm. and you can win up to $100 on Railers merchandise by going over there, snapping a photo, uh, heading to Instagram and tagging uh, the Railers on Instagram at RailersHC and then tagging the Edge at Union Station, and we'll pick the winner on Monday. And like we said, you can win $100 in Railers That's awesome. Merchandise. Yeah. One Instagram tag, 100 bucks. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. And then Saturday we have uh, we have Star Wars poster giveaway. Mm-hmm. Very cool, featuring our players and tracks and uh, very nice nice poster. And um, we also have a food drive that night presented by uh, Price Chopper and Market Thirty Two. So, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So we uh, and then Sunday is our Kids Day giveaway, mm-hmm. and we we have a poster team uh, a Railers themed poster uh, featuring three of our players and. Uh, very cool. We've never given one away before, mm. um, and uh, just a neat giveaway. We were talking about it on the way over here. Uh, just a unique giveaway that um, we hadn't seen uh, other teams doing in our league, so we wanted to do something that was a little bit uh, out of the box, and I think people enjoy it. You can put it together, tape it, put it up on your wall, or right. take it apart and redo it again. <laughs> now, how many kids are you expecting for that? It, it depends. You know, we, it, I think believe it's the first 1,000 uh, kids through the door. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's just typical for our, our Sunday giveaways. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. And, and you find that families are, are seeing a Railers game as a nice way to get out of the house in the middle of January when you've got cabin fever and, you know, the kids are just back from, from well, vacation. Seeing as you're my neighbor and you see <laughs> how my kids do have cabin fever, you know that uh, – you know we're we're buzzing in and out like like most families here in New England and uh, you know as a, as a as an entertainment option here in in Central Mass you know, we want to provide family affordable fun mm-hmm. in uh, you know that kids can get to at three o'clock so mm-hmm. it's it's uh, you know it's a good time for young kids. Um, and we try to make it really uh, family friendly, especially on Sundays. Exactly, where we really target the the families and get them out. And you know, whether it's youth hockey, pregame skates, or mm-hmm. uh, fun themes with the giveaways, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. And you guys are really close to downtown, let alone Shrewsbury Street, so you can make it a full day with a meal out with the family, you know, Absolutely. grandparents, parents, what have you. That actually is a great segue over to what's happening in the community. You guys have a big program with the Worcester Public School System, right? We do. Awesome. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So our flagship um, community outreach program is is called Skate to Success. Okay. We're entering our, our uh, third year of doing it, and it's been um, you know we've received some some accolades uh, nationally for. I was going to say, don't downplay that. Yeah. I no, I would never downplay. This has been uh, this has been a sort of a uh, just a, a one part of our mission driven. Uh, uh, focus where we we really want to um, grow the game of hockey we want to provide access to um, you know especially underprivileged uh, youth mm-hmm. in central mass mm-hmm. that would normally not have access to something like this uh, the Worc- you know Fidelity Bank Worcester Ice Center provides 
a resource and a platform that you know no other team that's been here in the in the past has ever had. So we really use it to um, encourage you know all the you know it, typically it's uh, well it's for the fourth graders in Worcester Public School, and it's actually all funded through our sponsors. We have some great partners great. in uh, Hanover Insurance, mm-hmm. uh, Fallon mm-hmm. uh, Community Health, uh, WBDC. Mm-hmm. They all contribute to um, make sure and AA Transportation does a great job getting the kids there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we bring them in. We do a little meet and greet with player staff. And, uh, oh, awesome! And they get to meet the players. Yeah, we oh, bring cool. a couple couple players that uh, that are there if, if if available. If they're on the road, it makes it a little tricky. But um, and they do an hour of learn to skate, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they are provided a meal after. So it's been incredibly rewarding watching this grow. But uh, you know, we've had between the staff members that contribute and Paul Harris, who runs our community relations department, have really spearheaded it, you know, to a point where it's it's just turnkey. So whoever the volunteers are that day mm-hmm. that show up, we've had we've had helpers from Becker Women's uh, Hockey, mm. Worcester State, okay. um, the the Blades last year when they were here well, I helped out. So it's really been a community effort to mm-hmm. really um, make this program uh, grow, mm-hmm. and uh, and in year two we added a a, um, a uh, scholarship uh, where we we actually provided a scholarship for a full learn to skate program, which oh, is how many it's like ten weeks of uh, of learn to skate through the junior railers and the Worcester Ice Center. Okay, so. and the junior railers are. A youth league that is associated with the team? Correct. They, okay. they play down at the Fidelity Bank. I was going to say, because, I mean, come on, Mike. This is really just scouting for you to get the next That's generation right. of we hockey got, players. we got to grow. You know, it's, uh, it's draft and develop type of world. <laughs> so it's, a, it's our form of money ball. We're growing our, we're growing our own in our backyard. That right. didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we know what you mean. Hockey, Central Mass, <laughs> one and the same. Um, last month, the Fallon Health Pavilion also opened at the DCU Center. Can you talk about that? Yeah, they uh, they've been a longtime partner with the with the DCU Center and the and the Worcester Railers. Mm-hmm. This was a, a chance for them to expand their branding in the arena, mm-hmm. and they they jumped right on it and made it orange. So you go in there now, it's a lot of orange, okay. uh, which dovetailed in nicely with our opening night uh, orange theme that we had and the players were in our orange jerseys. So yeah, they, uh, they signed a really nice partnership agreement with the DCU Center to expand their, their branding and, and uh, very excited to have them on board. They're such a great local, um, you know, uh, contributor. They're always ones to step up. Mm-hmm. And Richard Burke and Christine Cassie have been fantastic to work with. Oh, wonderful. And Big shout out to those two. We yeah, love them exactly. over at the chamber. Awesome. All right. And you guys have um, an award you want to talk about? Best Buddies Partner in terms of expansion back in December? Yeah, we had, you know, we pride ourselves on our on our, on our partnerships in the community. And uh, this is one that we have been growing since day one uh, here. And we took on a Best Buddy, Aaron Witt, uh, from Auburn, mm-hmm. and he was really into sports cast and uh, sports ca- uh, broadcasting and, and PA announcing, and mm-hmm. uh, so he came on from year one, and he's been with us. And now we have uh, Alexis, who's a uh, an intern, learning uh, the ropes a little bit and, mm-hmm. and seeing where a placement would fit for her. And and our friends over at uh, Best Buddies have been very. Uh, 
I'd say they'd be they've been aggressive with making sure we you know were involved from the from day one and 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 wanted to get us you know right into it and we happened to find find the perfect fit with Aaron and and he's become part of our family so mm-hmm. when Best Buddies was doing their uh, their banquet this. Uh, this uh, past couple of weeks, they, uh, they informed us that we received the award for um, for expansion because uh, they're, as they're moving to Central Mass and Western Mass, mm-hmm. they're looking for uh, sort of the flagship uh, organizations that uh, are are growing out out west. So, absolutely, as you know, Worcester is the you know it's the it's the Wild West compared to <laughs> from Boston. So. There are those monsters on this part of the map, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and to give a shout out to our new host, the Worcester Railers HC Foundation also donated twenty five hundred dollars, big chunk of change there, to the TNG Santa Fund. When did that happen? What you want to talk about that a little? Go ahead. All right, I'm on a roll. roll. All right, so we, um, you know, each year we've partnered up uh, with the TNG to um, to help with their their Santa Fund. It's a great. You know, funding need that uh, we we feel that uh, at that time of year really helps you know benefit the greater community. So, uh, TNG being one of our our, our founding partners, uh, really has stepped up in supporting the team uh, from day one. And uh, this is our way just of giving back uh, during the holidays. Okay, in our last minute, guys, I have a quick question. Thanks to my husband, I'm now a huge Grand Tour fan. You know, Jeremy Clarkson, the the car show, and they used to have that mystery driver, the Stig. Who is Trax? Is it a mystery? Is it, it is a mystery. We talked while well, you weren't in there, but we were talking about that. Yeah, the the mystery is so uh, that's someone we're never going to know. Yeah, you can't know. Trax is Trax. Trax is yeah. okay. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah. Trax is Trax. Okay. It's like asking who the Easter Bunny. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, awesome. who's Cricket? Cricket is. She's the chamber mascot. That's right. <laughs> You'll see her on Instagram with a lot of new Worcester Wears uh, dog swag. I love it. Awesome. All right. Thank you both so much for coming in to chat with us on The Voice of Business. What are we going to see in January from the Railers? Well, hopefully the Railers can keep playing some good hockey. Uh, 3-0 and to begin January. And, and like we said earlier, a busy stretch coming up here. Another 3-3 three and three, uh, on home ice. The Railers still with 20 home games left in the season. Um, so be sure to come out and check the action as the Railers make a make a push to the playoffs. Tickets as low as fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, call 508-365-1750 and head to railershc.com for all the upcoming promotional events that we have to come the rest of the season. Awesome! We're going to see you guys in a busy weekend this weekend. And thanks so much again. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Subscribe to Telegram.com to stay up to date on your business news from in and around central Massachusetts. And have that news delivered to your inbox every day by subscribing to our Business at Noon newsletter. Worcester is growing, and so is Telegram.com. In the second half of today's show, in the voice of business, we are going to catch up on what's to come in 2020. So uh, I am Emily, the Director of Communications with the Chamber, and I work mostly with the social media and a little bit of marketing, but I'm here with my colleague, Sharon Williams, who does a lot more in terms of the marketing, the events, the programming, and the communications, and I'd like to just give a little shout out to Sharon. Sharon, what do you do at the Chamber? Hi, everyone. So um, I do the marketing, communications, programs, and events, so I oversee all of those various elements with at the chamber to make sure we're providing the kinds of services and events that our members want so there's a whole variety keeps me very busy 
Wonderful. One of the big changes that we want to start off our conversation with is the move from the Women's Information Network, known as WIN, to POW, the power of women. It's a rebranding that we're rolling out today, and it's been a little bit of time in the making in terms of making sure that uh, we engage the audience that we have, grow the audience into where we'd like to see a little bit more representation in 2020, and achieve some new goals. So, Sharon, what was when? Where did it come from? And why was it necessary to, you know, judge it up a little bit? Sure, yeah. So WIN's been around for more than 20 years at the Chamber. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, a Women's Information Network, uh, with the acronym of WIN, was um, designed to provide women a place to make sure they're heard in the workplace, to support each other, to provide information to help them succeed. And while we'd like to think we've come a very long way in more than 20 years, we know we have a ways to go. And, you know, everything needs a refresh from time to time. So we thought it was time to kind of change it up a bit and uh, take our power back a little Mm -hmm. bit, if you will. So um, the power of women seemed like a perfect um, way to do that as far as branding goes. And then, of course, um, the acronym POW really kind of says it all, I think. (laughs) Absolutely. You got it. Hits home. Perfect. So WIN was a monthly event, and we're going to change it up a little bit and go quarterly for the recognizable events that have existed previously. These are going to be the luncheons with the high-level speakers, women and men from across the region who have something specific to talk about and we think is relevant to our audience. So we're going to have it fewer times in the year, but those are going to be punctuated by a little bit more casual, some meetup events, either community engagements with members um, and networking events, just ways to get people together again to touch base before another one of those quarterly luncheons. That's right. So we're we're going to a quarterly luncheon event because, let's face it, we're all really busy, and it's hard sometimes to get away, even if it's only once a month. Plus, it allows us to have some more impactful speakers to perhaps draw an even larger crowd, although we, you know, we get upwards of 100 women, if not more at times, at these events. Um, but it's, I think, com- condensing it into shorter times with more impactful speakers mm-hmm. will really be the best use of our time and in our members' time. So we're looking forward to um, to this year and seeing what people think. Exactly. Now, you're talking about impactful speakers. What types of conversations are, are the chamber events going to hopefully have in terms of POW and, and drawing people in? So uh, a lot of times, of course, most of our speakers are women, and they talk about different experiences they've had in, in the workplace, in their own businesses, talking a lot about some of the challenges that go along with being a female in, in often male-dominated industries. We've heard those stories, and they're really good and valuable, and we want to continue, but we're really looking to kind of change it up a bit and getting into some um, some more topics that that our members have actually asked for, things like effective communication, leadership skills, and a lot of those um, are very well uh, communicated through success stories mm-hmm. uh, based on, you know, what people have actually experienced, how they've reacted to it, and what, you know, what they've been able to change about their own environments and, and make it better for everyone. 
And who doesn't feel better when you've left a meeting where you see friends or professional colleagues and you've just had a really engaging story told to you or learned a new skill and you're able to go back to work and talk to your colleagues about it and just be really jazzed up for the rest of your week and month now. So I I think this is going to fit very well into our portfolio of events. That's right. And, and, you know, just in the current program that exists now, you know, a lot of the, the women there have become, you know, close colleagues, um, rely on each other for input, for mentorship. And we think that's going to continue and grow under this new platform. Now, Sharon, lucky me and you, we get to go to these because it's part of what we do for a job. Who are we looking to see there? Who would you like to uh, have come on down to an, a POW event in 2020? Really, it's it's w- everyone, women um, primarily, but people who especially want to grow themselves professionally, to who want to um, gain power and strength from being part of a group of very empowered women um, looking to you know have an impact in their own lives, in their careers, and in the community. And that's, you know, partly why, like you mentioned before, we've expanded the offerings of the program from luncheons to include some events like community service events, Mm -hmm. where we'll go to an organization and support them that, you know, in whatever ways that they might need. Mm -hmm. We'll have um, facilitated discussions hosted by um, organizations within the community about various topics of interest to women, where we can can have exchange and dialogue and talk back and forth. So really anybody who's interested in those kinds of, of conversations, those kinds of meetings, and just kind of stepping it up a bit in mm-hmm. their own lives. Mm-hmm. And now this is a rebrand. It's a lot of new, but a lot of the familiar as well. So uh, what are you looking for in terms of feedback from the women who have been long-term followers of WIN or might have just joined in 2019? Uh, I mean, I know we're always looking for speakers. We're always looking for ways to engage in the community. So how can they get in touch and, and what should they be sharing with us? Right. Well, we, you know, we're going to have, you know, a lot of the, most of the, Obviously, the longtime um, WIN members will continue to come, and they're very excited about the changes. Um, but we're also looking to get um, a younger population involved. Um, you know, w- as women, we look at things differently depending on where we are in our careers. So those of us who maybe are more seasoned and been around, you know, we have a different viewpoint than maybe someone who's just entering the workforce does in in terms of how women are viewed. So we want to be able to share those different thoughts and Mm -hmm. viewpoints and understand ways um, in which we all kind of deal with whatever obstacles come up. Um, and There's part a lot of, of advice available in the oh, cross-generational communications. A lot, right, yeah. a lot. And and that's the thing. We we learn from each other. And I learn a lot from, you know, some of the young, being one of the more seasoned ones, learn a lot from some of the younger ones, too. So there's a lot of sharing, um, you know, across, across the generations. Um, and, and when it's... Nice, too, because um, it's also a membership organization within a membership organization, if you will. So uh, when um, you can, you know, attend a one-off event and um, just kind of pick and choose, or you can actually become a member of the organization, and, of the WIN group, and uh, just, you know, attend them and um, be part of that kind of culture mm-hmm. of sharing. Um, and like I said earlier, a lot of the when members are mentoring each other too. So that there's a, a real bonus in terms of kind of being part of that group. 
And it's a wide array of, of women from different industries. You can go to any any luncheon event and meet a woman who has been in the finance industry for a while, a woman who has been uh, a career coach, an advocate, um, you know, the insurance industry. It's, it's a, a great reflection of the industries here in Central Mass and Worcester in specific and speaks to the chamber's broad depth of uh, membership. Now, if you're interested in being a WIN member or attending a WIN event just to try it out, POW, excuse me, now in 2020, uh, it's going to take a minute for me to get that right. Is your organization required to be a member of the chamber? So you're not required to be a member. To We, we do have member discounts. So if you are a non-member of the chamber, you can attend POW events. Um, by registering, you do pay a little bit more. If you're a chamber member, you get a, a substantial discount um, where you can join for the entire year for $125, and that gets you into every POW event. Um, a non-member, for example, would pay $50 for one of the luncheons, which is twice the cost of, of a chamber member. So it really does pay in more ways than just that to be a chamber member. And, you know, we would encourage you to look into that and, and see what other benefits there are to membership as well. Mm-hmm. And then we also have, um, you know, these programs, while that m- might sound like a lot for lunch, $25, because, you know, of the food and the facilities and, and sometimes speaker costs, um, it really doesn't even cover the cost of the program. So we're very fortunate to have sponsors, um, and we do have a sponsorship available right now for the POW program and then uh, for the entire year. And then each event also has sponsorships available. If you want to just come in and, and do one event, we have that available as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And if you're interested in hearing a little bit more about what's happening with POW as we roll it out this year, we have a dedicated webpage on WorcesterChamber.org. We will have email blasts going out as we identify speakers and community engagement opportunities. We have printed flyers that you can pick up at the chamber, grab a couple, you know, share them around your friends and family. We have a Facebook page. We have a LinkedIn page. We're across all the social media. There are definitely multiple multiple ways that you can get in touch with us. And we'd love to hear if you have questions or suggestions. We're always open to growing. A rebranding is always the first step in a long process. So we're excited about where this is moving. And um, hopefully we'll see you at a POW event in 2020. That's right. And probably the best way to find us is at worcesterchamber.org. You can always give us a call. um, And hopefully we'll see you there. All right. In our last minutes, let's talk about uh, a couple more big events coming up in 2020. We have the WWLC. That is the Worcester Women's Leadership Conference on May 7th. That's right. We're very excited. This is our 11th year. Um, It is, again, at the DCU Center in Worcester. It is a sellout event. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, uh, tickets will go on sale January 15th, I believe. So make sure you pop on our website and and get them just as soon as you can. Um, And we've got some exciting speakers lined up and workshops. Um, Unfortunately, we can't give too much away right now, but we do have a very exciting lineup for you all this year. And it is 
just a, a fun day packed with opportunities to see vendors from the area, breakout sessions throughout the day. Two speakers this year. That's right. Okay, wonderful. An afternoon speaker and a morning speaker, and always a lunch at the DCU Center, which is enjoyable when you get to see, you know, all of your female and male colleagues from across the industries. That's right. When we do get a few brave males, and I give them a lot of credit because I, I do think that, um, you know, we all have men, men and women in our lives, and I think that's a great way to learn and understand and support each other. So I, I do encourage men to come. Diversity and inclusion. That's right. That's right. And one of the great things, too, about this event, in addition to the education and the empowerment um, with some of the programming, we have, as you mentioned, the vendors. Mm -hmm. And that's really a great way of supporting many, many women entrepreneurs who um, have a small business, some of them startups, some of them successful, but nonetheless, they need an outlet. They need a place Mm -hmm. to show their wares or their services, and it's a great opportunity for them to do that. And, um, you know, who doesn't like a little shopping in the middle of the day, too? Or swag. We had everybody from St. Vincent's to Girls, Inc. to um, a startup Worcester alum called Phoenix Skincare. If you haven't checked them out, you really need to check them out. Everything is based on um, olive oil-type ingredients, and everything is natural. It's it's wonderful. Uh, To immigrant entrepreneurs who were selling um, African dresses and fabrics and jewelry. It's just a a plethora of shopping opportunities. It really is. And really nice quality um, Mm -hmm. pieces and unique. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, one thing that's kind of cool, too. It's not your, um, you know, off the shelf type stuff. You can really get some unique pieces, gifts. um, And then, you know, you're supporting women entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. uh, small businesses. And that's really, uh, you know, what the chamber is all about is supporting businesses and helping, helping them succeed. And a lot of retailers need that right about now. Mm. Speaking of, throughout the year, we will be continuing to support our hashtag shop woo and shop local opportunities. So follow along for that. The Main Street downtown area in specific will be highlighted, as well as the Canal District and a number of the uh, neighborhoods in Worcester as well. Tatnick over to the uh, Main South areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're really excited about a lot of the projects that are coming online. Um, The Worcester Public Market being one of them. Mm -hmm. Of course, Crompton Collective, who's been very successful. And then, um, you know, some of the shops that are on Main Street in Mm -hmm. the neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. So we're very... I love to see that Main Street has a daycare center now. So it's not not just some new apartments or big corporations. You've got services entering there to show that, you know, there are some residents that need things going on in that area. That's right. Yeah. And they're they're coming around. They're coming about. And, um, you know, a lot of people maybe aren't aware the chamber um, has helped a lot of these small businesses with pointing them in the right direction for services, permitting at City Hall or at the state level, um, helping with traffic, um, parking type issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a lot of services that we are able to support these small businesses with. Um, so from economic development to public policy, um, a lot of those folks have come to us for assistance. Membership in the chamber really is a vote for small businesses and helping to support the small business community here in Worcester. So if you're interested, give us a shout. If you have questions, give us a shout. We are here all the time. Uh, we're across social media, and we are very accessible on our website, which is WorcesterChamber.org. 
Any other big things coming up in 2020, Sharon? Well, we do have our regular run of events, which of course includes our breakfast clubs, which are quarterly. Um, and they, they're they a really nice opportunity for us to call out some of the region's businesses and organizations and individuals who are celebrating milestones or making big investments. So those, um, the first one for 2020 is in March, mm-hmm. June, September, and December are the other ones. So those are always nice to look forward to. Mm-hmm. We do have have our annual awards event coming up as um, uh, in May, which is a precursor to an after hour. So we encourage people to nominate businesses, chamber members for awards for various things, family-owned business of the year, entrepreneur of the year, retailer of the year. There's a whole categ- lot of categories that we like to recognize. So um, we look forward to those. And then, of course, That's we have one of my outings. The awards, because you get to see the entrepreneurs who we work with at networking events, or we just stop by their shops or what have you, but their families come with them and they get these rounds of applause, which are just very uh, enlightening. And and you get to see their lives behind the the business to remind you, excuse me, that, you know, there's more going on there. And it really is a community that we're supporting in terms of chamber membership and chamber awards and acknowledging what's going on outside of the walls of the the chamber and among our businesses. That's right. It's fun. You know, um, actually, you and I get to kind of get the inside scoop a little bit early when we're writing the stories mm-hmm. about these folks and and the speeches that will be given about how they maybe came to be in business or what obstacle they had to surmount. So it is kind of, it's, it's cool because it's not ever as easy as, you know, renting a space, opening the door. And saying, come on in, we'll do business with you. There's a lot of things that a small business has to take care of in order to be successful. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of challenges. And, um, you know, again, at the chamber, we just really applaud those people and support them because there's a lot of risks associated Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if we can take any amount of that weight off your shoulders in terms of helping you with uh, any type of issue that's been uh, worrisome or helping you figure out how to market better, we're always here for you to reach out. That's right. And, you know, again, just kind of coming full circle, if you will, you know, the programs and events that we offer, in addition to the ones we've talked about today, we have our after hours, we have our industry roundtables, we have our um, events that include, uh, you know, more networking, so that it'll help you kind of get out there and share information about your business. And that's really what the chamber tries to do is have, you know, the right programming to help you support mm-hmm. your business. And, and you know, to take advantage of those and really kind of understand and be on in the inner circle, membership in the chamber is really pretty critical, I think, for most businesses, especially small ones who want to succeed. And we have anywhere from sole proprietors all the way up to the largest employers in the region. And of course, they all have different needs. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it makes it an interesting job um, because what a sole proprietor needs compared to what a you know 12,000 person employer needs is very different, keeps mm-hmm. us on our toes. And that's why we also have various levels of membership so that there's one for everyone. And just to add to that, we do have a couple fun outings as well. We have two golf tournaments mm-hmm. in the summer months, which seem like forever from now, but I'm sure Lily, our wonderful events person, is going to get started on those very soon. And we have a number of publications that we put out to help you all know what's going on among members and what's going on in the city in general. So if you're interested in a newspaper story with us, please do reach out to E. Gaudi Bacchus 
at worcesterchamber.org. That's right. And um, don't want to forget the fireworks either. Oh, a lot yes. of folks don't know um, the Chamber of Commerce is actually the uh, behind the fireworks, it's, uh, or the, I should say fun um, fireworks in the sky that you and our sponsors. And we do have a lot of people who want to make sure that um, that evening is special. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for sharing all of that information coming up in 2020, Sharon. It's wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you, Emily. Great to be here. And great job, by the way. Thank you. New day in 2020, Wednesday mornings. We're going to be on our SoundCloud account. That's soundcloud.com slash Worcester Chamber. And again, if you're interested in getting involved with the Chamber, do reach out to us. We love to hear from the community. Thanks, everyone. Catch you next time. You've been listening to The Voice of Business, a podcast from the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Worcester Regional Airport, in partnership with The Telegram and Gazette. 